Hello, my intuitive friends. Welcome to the Dose of Inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Renee Novello. You may know me as a mom, a microdose advocate, and a creative. This podcast is all about revealing the magic in the mundane through doses of inspiring guest conversations that take us deeper within ourselves. It's all about the tiny doses of connection and creative expression that can add so much color into our world at times when we feel like we may be stuck or going through the motions. You can expect to hear expanded perspectives and inspiring human stories of transformation, all to support you along your most inspired and creative path. I am so grateful you are here and you have dropped in for your dose of inspiration. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to a dose of inspiration podcast. I am your host, Renee Novello. I wanted to come on and record an introduction today to a very special guest that I have so much to say about. I felt like it would be good to break it out into a whole separate intro. These days, we literally cannot go anywhere online, out and about without being bombarded by so much information around skincare. As we like to bring you on this podcast, all sorts of different topics on inspiration. One topic that is really so important to me, and I know so many of you, is looking at skincare in a holistic yet results-driven way. And this is a topic, as I said, that is overwhelmed with information. I don't know about you, but there are so many products that claim to do certain things so many treatments that claim to do certain things, and it can be completely paralyzing when you are trying to make choices, when you're trying to decide what products to use, what is the most efficient way to take care of your skin in a way that is also not harmful to you. And for the the long haul, I mean, I'm at an age in my life now where I'm really starting to look at how it is to own mature skin and the options that I have available to me. And my focus is coming at it from a non-toxic perspective. So I met someone recently, really less than a year ago here locally, and she was introduced to me by our dear friend of the podcast, Christina, the blonde priestess. You guys have heard me talk about her many times. She's been on the show. Definitely encourage you to listen to her episode back in season one if you haven't. But Christina is a staple of inspiration for me and therefore for this show. And I got a text from her back in March when I was asking about potential guests for the podcast. And she shared with me this. I'm going to read you some words from Christina. You have to go see Penelope. She is an absolute powerhouse. You're going to know as soon as you connect with her. She has a wonderful gift of communication, and she's super passionate about graceful aging, lymphatic drainage, and generally, after our session today, I feel such a deep love and appreciation for my skin and how it is here to support me. It honestly moves me to tears how deeply she stood my heart and with my heart and my beliefs around my skin. 
I read that and had the immediate need to see and meet this Penelope. I was looking for someone that could help me to continue to heal through some of the really trauma that I've experienced through my own journeys with anti-aging. And when I met Penelope and I had my first experience with her, it was like a spiritual experience. She is a dreamy double Pisces energy with a sidekick of fire and Sagittarius. And I just was like, whoa, you know your stuff. You are someone who is really a master at skincare. And I have continued to see her and I refer to her lovingly as my skin shaman as she literally creates a transformative experience every time I meet her, every time I interact with her really. So what she does is unique. It goes beyond just the topical skin routine or care and really she has expertise in retraining the musculature of the face also extremely knowledgeable in lymphatic drainage. And she's like a therapist for your skin. I was just blown away by her as a person and the results that I was seeing when I would go to her that I knew I had to ask if she would come and speak to us. So today, if you are at all confused slash overwhelmed by all the buzzwords from, oh, I mean, it goes on and on, right? Like from retin-A to vitamin C to using hyaluronic acid, like all these different terms that are out there, products that are out there. She's really here today to help all of us get to the bottom of what is a efficient and important way to really develop a relationship with our skin and a relationship, therefore, that is Uh, deepening within ourselves. So I'm so grateful that Penelope is here today. Enjoy this conversation with her. If you are in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, please find her, go see her. She is at the Gracious Glow Spa. She has a very warm space there that is just like a hug to walk into. Without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Penelope. Hi, Penelope. Hello, beautiful. I am really giddy with excitement that you are here today, that your energy is in the house. Much gratitude. I am so pumped to be part of this queen. I cannot even stand it. I'm actually really giddy myself. So yay. (laughs) I know. I woke up this morning and I literally was like, oh, I want to talk about this. And I hope that she talks about that. So yeah, we're just going to just dive right in and jam. But before we get into that, because I've already recorded an introduction and I've let our lovely listeners know that we are going to talk all things skincare, all things just in general, self-care around skincare. We're going to go there, but tell everybody you are a master oncology esthetician. Is that correct? You were so close. I love you. Oh, tell me, (laughs) tell me what it is. Again, thank you, love. So I'm a master esthetician who's also very licensed. So I went to school in Boston for my master's in aesthetics. 
And now I live here in beautiful North Carolina, but I'm also an, a certified oncology esthetician, a certified neolithic buccal intraoral massage specialist, and a certified lymphatic drainage specialist. Yes. Okay. So we have so much just to unpack right there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's so good. And it's so specialized. And I definitely want to talk specifically, we're going to hit on the buccal massage because that has been a life-changing thing that you've introduced me to. But how did you get into specifically being an esthetician with a focus around oncology? Maybe give us a little backstory of how that came to be your focus or your area of expertise. Well, beautiful question. So thank you. Um, before this career, I was actually an art teacher. So I think the observation of the objective has always been a passionate movement for me. How things work, what is the shadow? Um, how do I see it? We tend to always view things from a perspective of an emotion. So the transition from painting and pointillism to the human palette, nothing has really changed except for my medium. And uh, I just kind of fell into this path of aesthetics kind of by accident. I was at an ophthalmologist appointment and I had seen this magazine called American Spa uh, magazine and I read it from cover to cover and I was just enthralled with the fact that you're able to be a scientist. I love anatomy and physiology, but I also love psychology. Um, and everything just kind of made sense to me. Six months later, I enrolled in Arthur Angelo's School of Aesthetics in Providence, and then led right into my master's in Boston. And then about two and a half years later, I started seeing more clients that had uh, cancer issues with skin mm. and especially for post chemotherapy and radiation. And at the same time, um, a family member was also diagnosed with cancer. And here it was that I was a master skin therapist and I was unable to help them. So I had searched far and wide and this is going back in 20, 2010. So mm -hmm. I've been doing this for a very long time. And uh, I finally found a program that offered me a holistic approach to oncology aesthetics with understanding of Western theory as well. And um, I just dove into this whole entire process, which definitely has changed how I became a skin therapist. It was more about understanding what happens now after mm -hmm. chemotherapy and radiation, what happens to the skin, what happens to the psyche of the person. They're not spoken about this kind of information during their sessions of treatment because the bigger picture is to save the life. Mm -hmm. What happens afterwards of losing your hair, losing your lashes, having um, chemo acne, dehydration, beyond sensitivity to all sensories, they're not speaking about these kind of information. So I just, I saw a glitch in the system and decided to pretty much dive into becoming an advocate for a culture doesn't have any kind of information to the point that it is about the aesthetics of the person. So it encompasses not just about skin, but also the understanding on how do you nourish and show up, cause a pause, 
and create a positive fluidity for the next steps moving through your recessions of trying to heal the self and trying to heal the skin, which is the largest organ. So beautiful enough, my master's in aesthetics was very Western theory. Mm-hmm. Um, my oncology also brought in Western theory, but it really did a beautiful sprinkling of um, Ayurveda, more Eastern theory, which is definitely in my wheelhouse of aesthetics. Mm. What I, every time I hear you speak, I learned so much. I literally, my jaw dropped when you told me you were an artist. Didn't know that about you. I, I am just fascinated by how multifaceted you are as an individual and also how incredibly skilled and knowledgeable you are about your work in the world and your craft and what you, you know, what you do. But the other side of that is not just the knowledge that you have up, you know, up here in your head. It's the experience that you give people is transformative. And I, you know, and obviously working with a community, like people who are, uh, you know, recovering from cancer or going through something such, you know, such a debilitating and hard thing to go through. I just love you. I love your heart that you bring to people, you know, and wanting to help them to help themselves. And I think that's a big part of your message that I really resonate with is you're about empowering people to help themselves and not just, you know, when they come to see you, of course, they get this incredible therapeutic, like rejuvenating, I can't even put into words experience, but you're also about empowering people and you've seen some stuff you've been around and I would love to hear, tell us, you know, I, you know, open this podcast in the intro talking about the overwhelm of information when it comes to skincare in general, all the different products, all the different recommendations out there. Would you, from your perspective, tell us like, what is at your, at the core of us taking good care of our skin? Is it, can you even boil it down to that? Like, just give us something there to think about because it's just such an overwhelming topic, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, great question. I get this question asked a lot and it, it comes down to the individual, of course. Mm-hmm. So my philosophy, and if you could put it in a perspective of understanding the ecosystem of a fish tank, Right. So we are a large percentage of our bodies consistent of water, of liquid. And if you think of your filtration system as a lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system, it parallels with the circulatory system, the endocrine system, the skeletal system, the muscle systems. And my brain works in systems. Mm-hmm. Um as I have been doing this for close to 20 years, the viewing of the skin really isn't the primary for me any longer. I observe the behavior of the individual when they're coming in to their ergonomics, their body language, how the muscles lay on the bones, where you're having a disconnect with poor circulation or inflammation and deciphering where are these things coming from. So the nice thing about an Ayurveda or Eastern part of theory is I'm looking at your facial structure and each section tells me about the internal function or dysfunction, where where and what is in dis-ease. 
So the idea is to facilitate and construct a treatment that is going to help the client a internally, which will then give everything an external difference. Mm. The same thing with the fish tank, just because you keep on filling it up with water, doesn't mean that there is not ick or dis-ease that are happening. The alkalinity and the acidic are really, really important factors. So again, going back to your question, identifying and understanding how your body is speaking to you, understanding on how and where am I more alkaline, am I more acidic? Mm -hmm. If clients are coming in that have a lot of inflammation, edema, swelling of the skin, maybe acute rosacea or intense rosacea, underlying acne, hormonal changes, um, acne from stress, acne from poor circulation or poor diet, um, and then also sleep. These are all factors that are taken in that I'm designing very quickly on A, how to offer up the proper information based on their love language. Mm -hmm. Are they more um, touch? Do they have to see? Is it more words of affirmation? Is it more of an award system where, you know, if the guest is doing their homework and they come back to see me based on their love language, yes, you're gonna get amazing affirmation instantly from me, but you're also gonna receive a little bit more love and attention because you've done the homework. Yeah. So I take all of those components to really kind of figure out how to approach a client. Um, in their best format. I think that knowing the principles of how to exist in this life, are we resting enough? Are we staying hydrated? Are we understanding between alkalinity and acidity? How is that really affecting not only my skin, but my overall health, my overall connection with self, my hair, my nails, my taste buds, how I see things, are the wetting of my eyes really, really clear or can they be better? So all those factors, I think that listening to you on where you need to replenish and re-nourish and then how to do that would be the best way to answer that question. There is not one solution. And I think that's where yeah. there's a misconversation mm -hmm. because it's my friend, well, it must be good for me. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not living in your friend's footsteps. You don't know if there's medication or how she handles stress or he handles stress in order for that program to fit you. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the individualized approach. I really, really stepped away from the one size fits all in so many areas, including it does not surprise me at all that that is your recommendation and your philosophy because that's where magic happens is when we aren't necessarily looking outside of ourselves for here comes my cat for I know he's a part of the podcast um for validation or recommendations because there's so much information out there but what we all want is transformation right so i hear what you're saying about awareness and looking at these really fundamental parts of taking care of our well-being if someone's coming to you and they're like look my skin's a mess like how how do you help them peel back that layer is it, it I know it's beyond based on what you're saying a topical you know approach to just like oh use these products and you'll be good 
what do you tell people that are like looking for like one step in the right direction or where to begin? Great, great question. So I'm going to, I'm going to go from a couple different angles because mm -hmm. I think it's a, a very layered kind of question. So let's just say hypothetical, a guest is coming in and she is going through the change. She's going through menopause changes and we got to figure out, okay, where on the scale is your hormone levels are at? Because that will decipher on where then to prepare the skin. Most guests feel as though, well, I'm going to go ahead and just like rock it out, get some intense peels, mm -hmm. fresh start. Here it is. And that is another option. Um, my option is I don't really like to create pain. The pain receptor is when your body is saying, no me gusta. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. So let's go ahead and train the skin to get to that point that perhaps when that level is reached, you may not even need to have a peel. But if you're not preparing your skin, it's almost like when a guest is coming in and they want an intense peel and I've never had them before, it's almost like saying, well, I'm going to go in for a marathon, but I haven't even walked yeah. the loop. Yeah. You haven't walked the loop yet. So how can you go for the, to the marathon when you haven't prepared all the things? So um, I look into what is their current regiment? Um, how are they washing their face? Are they using hot water? Are you exfoliating every single day? Are you adding in a toner, which pH balanced the whole entire epidermis? But the pH balance is super, super important to understand that because it attracts the lipids, it allows your serums and your moisturizers to actually penetrate the skin to mm. do its magic. Applying the lotions and potions is, okay, great. That will give you about a 2% increase of a difference. But how you are massaging the decollete, the neck, the whole entire face, the ears, no one washes their ears or massages their ears. And yet later on, they're starting to get thin earlobes. Give those babies some. And then also scalp massage, because prime example, the frontalis, which is right above your eyebrows, it extends to the middle of your scalp. So when you're just applying lotion on your forehead and you're not really getting into massaging that muscle, you're still going to have fine lines and wrinkles. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like the application of the treatment or the home care regimen is super important for you. And just having those checklists like retinol, I can't even tell you how many guests don't know how to properly apply a retinol. And yet they're coming in and they're having severe dry eyes, flaking around the nose area, flaking around the orbital area of the mouth and actually having more of an increase of acute lines and wrinkles around the eye area. Mm. The retinol should be applied one pump on the perimeter of the whole entire face and you're massaging the larger molecule of that retinol. And then as it starts to shrink into morph into a smaller molecule, then you can go ahead and extend to the cheekbone areas, the chin areas, in between the eyebrows. Other than now it doesn't go anywhere near any orbitals which is eyes nostril and mouth nobody knows this penelope <laughs> i know i see it i see it all the time and again Gosh. i'm not 
I'm not deterring on retinol. I'm just saying you have the potion. Now just learn how to do this correctly so that you can have positive results, effective visual results, and not having any kind of subsiding contraindications. Well, I appreciate what you were saying, because I think we're all conditioned to just, I mean, to some degree or another, it's in our culture, it's in the zeitgeist of like, we can, okay, awesome, we can shortcut, and we can do these things, whether it's, you know, more in, you know, invasive types of um, injectables, or, you know, peels or things that, and I appreciate what you said about causing pain, because that's a whole conversation in of itself is, (laughs) the self-harm in my opinion, in my experience with doing things that are painful and the feeling being out of touch with listening to my own intuition about why am I doing something that is so painful to get a result, like really slowing it down and, you know, allowing there to be a lot of space and grace and kind of digging into that more deeply is good for anybody, you know, that is interested in maybe going more of, you know, more of those, um, you know, I guess are invasive type, you know, procedures. So I appreciate what you share on that for sure. And I think, you know, that, that resonates so deeply, but then when it comes to just wanting the result, we just want the result, right. But looking at how we're going about the result. And I love that you go so deep into this. And I think, I hope one day you have a book or something like that just really helps people with, you know, going into the understanding of the musculature, the massage, the lymphatic side of it. I mean, all of that makes such a difference than just trying to go from point A to point B as fast as possible is what I'm hearing you say. And what I appreciate so much because it's really slowed me down and allowed me to love and appreciate the process of what is happening and how knowledgeable you are in educating people on that. So when it comes to, so what I'm hearing you say is the massage components, the application, the actual application um, instructions or how you're doing it really matters, not just the product itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, the product itself has continuity. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have been prescribed the correct product line based on your barrier function or dysfunction, and then also your alkalinity and acidics. And then also if you're on medication sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, again, less is more smart is the right way to have a pro-aging or smart aging effect. And um, I kind of want to circle back really quick with mm-hmm. about lymphatic. What yes. I have what I have learned and what has transpired in my work to give me such immaculate results is really understanding on how potent the lymphatic drainage is or the lymphatic massage is. Most um, of the time I see a guest and will come in and they'll do just their face, maybe a quarter of their neck. And as you know, the decollete, it is part of the facial palette mm-hmm. um, because this is exposed to the elements just as much as the neck and the face and the ears are or the back of the neck. And what I have 
understood is so important is to open up the vessels um, in that quadrant of your lymphatic drainage area on the armpits, then the clavicle, then the sides of the neck, the back of the neck, and then also the points and the face. And I feel like this is such an important factor because if you're doing all of these massage sequences and you're getting all this intensity like a peel and you're creating inflammation and heat and circulation, where does that depository happen? Where right. does that waste, where does that waste go? If you haven't opened up your quadrants to receive that drainage, everything starts to pool on that jawline. Mm -hmm. The treatment I provide, they all incorporate lymphatic drainage. However, if you have had lymph nodes removed, I modify that mm -hmm. position for you. But you have to open up the lymphatic to receive the toxic drainage. And that's why every one of my guests never leave here red, swollen, or just uncomfortable. Everybody yeah. is Hold in nice and tight, lifted, inflamed, less inflamed should be, and then also just glowing from the inside because the lymphatic has been addressed, toxins have been removed, circulation has been brought to the surface of the skin, but more importantly, it has been flowing to the muscles. The blood feeds the muscles. Mm -hmm. If we understand muscle re-education, it will then lift up and tone and tighten the epidermis because wrinkle is not a skin thing. It's a muscle thing. Dehydration, acute fine lines and wrinkles, that's a hydration for the skin. Does that make sense? Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So if someone wants to open up their own lymphatic passageways, let's say they don't have access to you. Is there <laughs> something like any tools, any recommendations of how to do that so that they are going to get better results? Mm -hmm. All they need is their hands. That's it. Hands and the understanding when you are doing any kind of lymphatic movement on yourself, imagine just taking like your pointer finger and pushing a penny across a table. Mm. That is how light that friction is going to be because that lymphatic literally sits right underneath that dermal layer. So Whoa. it's a nice light um, experience. So again, clients that have, or guests that have intense rosacea, multiple issues of inflammation, it has so many benefits. It helps to heal acne. It helps to, um, again, cause less edema and swelling. It helps with puppy eyes. It helps with jowls. It helps with thick neck. It also helps if you've had, um, breast issues at mm -hmm. all, or if you're a side sleeper, moving that lymph out is what's going to be most important to lift the ladies, get that clear decollete, slim down the neck, minimize those jowls that you may have. It also helps with removing headaches. It does. Like it's, it's amazing. But most importantly, my favorite thing that it does, it helps to improve your immune system and it helps the sympathetic nervous system. And that's the place where we hold stress. Right. What do you so, think about dry brushing? Is dry brushing an effective way to uh, move lymph? Absolutely. It's going to definitely help with that. Yeah. Dry brushing is phenomenal when you're doing it properly. So again, opening up the lymph areas uh -huh. and they're 
quadrants underneath your armpits in your groin area and then properly doing it the correct way so you can go on on youtube and find a licensed practitioner mm -hmm. who has a certification with oncology or lymphatic drainage okay um, you want to follow someone that's actually certified and understands this not for nothing for influencers you you have your role in your position but you wouldn't go to an influencer to understand how to move your lymphatic drainage unless they're specialized in that i hear that very important <laughs> yes. so what do you i i want to just ask a couple questions because this is mm -hmm. something that I've seen so much and it's become so popular is like the gua sha treatments, the different, um, you know, things that you can do at home, you know, what is your take on that? Like, is that actually helping with moving lymph? Is that helping with anything like in your, you know, expertise? What do you think is going on there with all that? Is it just trendy? Um, I'm going to be so transparent. Um, I love machines. I love machines. I think anything electrical, again, if you don't have any contraindications, is amazing. Um, I think the gua sha, when it's done correctly, um, from the very back in the day, it was not a relaxing treatment. I think that it has been remodified mm -hmm. and modernized to become like this amazing thing. Yeah. I think it can be an amazing principle. Again, when it's done correctly, I personally put my gua sha in the refrigerator so it's nice and cold because mm -hmm. it's going to help with external inflammation. I have a gua sha that actually has um, electrical modalities to it. It vibrates and it also has ionic therapy in there. Mm -hmm. So it adds in more negative ions into my skincare products for a better powder penetration. So I like things that have multiple mm -hmm. benefits just a stone on that. But again, I've seen so many YouTube um, presentations where they're, they're missing the cusp. They're missing the cusp. But I have seen many YouTube um, information from a licensed practitioner that is actually doing it correctly. So I feel okay. like figure out your audience on how you're gonna like approach that. I think the gua sha, is a great tool because it gives someone to hold something mm -hmm. and they feel like they're getting it done. I personally love hands on my skin because of that personal connection. Um, but I get, I think it all depends on the individual and again, executing, executing it precisely and correctly to have the benefits come along with it. What about the ice rollers? Is that all good? Is that kind of helpful? It's or, definitely helpful. Yeah. Um, again, anything cool on the mm -hmm. face is amazing, especially if you have a sheet mask mm. and you do the ice rollers with that, that would be amazing for inflammation. Again, depuffing. Again, following the protocol on how to move the fluid down into your lymph. Yeah. That is most important as well. It's the roller. It's not a back and forth thing. Uh -huh. It's a center face chin area along the jawline to the earlobe down the side of the neck to the clavicle to the armpit you oh. lift up and you do that again so it's apply glide down lift up and then apply glide down lift up it's not a back and forth motion oh we need you the people need <laughs> you okay so i do have a couple other specific questions on the 
uh, information overload of uh, topical options out there. We don't have to spend a ton of time on this because I definitely want to get to your signature treatment, the buccal massage, which has changed my life for the better. Um, but tell us like, what's the deal with vitamin C? Like, do we need vitamin C? Because I'm like getting so much information about like, okay, you've got, you've, you know, I'm out, I'm at an age and I'm, you know, also out in the sun all the time. Like, do we need the vitamin C? Is it important? How important is it topically and internally? Multi-layered question. I love uh, it. <laughs> no, I think um, vitamin C honestly is one of those beautiful deflector um, products. That's what I call it. Okay. It literally allows the absorption of what is needed for the epidermis, but it also deflects and prevents the slowing and slowing down of the aging process. So you're deflecting the free radicals and allowing to absorb in what is nutrients that needs to be fed for the skin. I think that the quality of the product mm. is most important. Obviously, you want to do your homework on figuring out, is this a clean product? Do I have hormonal receptor changers in this line? Are there contraindications in this line? How authentic are the main components of this ingredient? And where is it stemming from? I think like most consumers are definitely becoming very smart and very savvy with going down the wormhole and really kind of doing their homework. Like, how is this farmed? How are we doing this? Right. Um, so I think that that's the most important thing. Do I think that vitamin C applied to the skin is helpful? Yes, I do. Um, but I also think that sitting in the sun first thing in that morning, that morning light for 20 minutes, man, it not only just surcharges every single neuron in the yep. whole entire body but it also makes you feel amazing what do we do during that time are we on the phone we shouldn't be mm -hmm. right we should be able to wake up the consciousness by setting the intention of how my day is going to go how am i going to design my day so i i think that um and I bring this up because a lot of what isn't being talked about in the media is how electronics are becoming an age, an aging principle. Mm -hmm. Cell phones, computers, they dehydrate the eyes. Mm -hmm. their, their blue light are becoming so much more intense that HD definition, yes, is phenomenal for observing what we're watching, but holistically to the body, it actually is causing more radiation. It's causing more dehydration, which then affects the whole entire skin. Yeah. So, I mean, like you, we're not talking about those things. I see it all the time. And that's why I'm offering um, lymphatic in all of my treatments, just because the, the concern is always dehydration, texture of the skin, inflammation of the jowl area, TMJ, and dry eyes, and then inflammation around the orbital area, mm. and then chronic fatigue of headaches. Yeah. So ergonomically, most people that are on the computer are hunched over, which then extends the occipital, the back of their neck, and then they're clinching the jawline, and they're on the, the computer screen, and most of the time, there are multiple computers going on. Mm -hmm. So imagine of that radiation coming into this specific space that whole entire face neck decollete it's a lot it's a lot 
Yeah, that kind of blows my mind and it makes so much sense. And it's so obvious, but it's you're right, it's not talked about. And I do appreciate, I just want to underline what you were saying about the sun being, you know, healthy and to not be feared if used, you know, in moderation and at the, you know, earliest time of the day. It is so, so beneficial. And I saw something recently about like, you know, start your day with the sun instead of a screen. It's like, yeah, that makes so much sense because we're just, yeah. you know, so plugged in and in, in all of that. So for vitamin C, do you have, does your line carry vitamin C or do you have a recommendation on a line, like a specific, or you don't know? It's okay if you don't. I really, I really don't. Again, I would hate to give someone improper information mm -hmm. without seeing them because there are different percentages of vitamin C and again, they're not always prescribed or subscribed correctly. So if a client is again in a menopausal state and their skin is thinning, a 10% vitamin C would not be something I would recommend for them. Appreciate that. Yeah. And I also was curious, like, what is the deal with the retinol? Because that's something else that everybody thinks they need. Like, what, I mean, can you even break that down into a concise response? I don't know. Like what is up with the retinol, right? It's retinol, yeah. not ret retinol, yeah. not retin-A, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they have, two they things. have two different things. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel as though it's beautiful. It's a beautiful medicine for the skin. Again, when it's done properly, is it to be done every single day? I personally don't believe in that philosophy. I think that we want to keep the barrier function at its highest integrity. The barrier function- Tell us what you, barrier function is. It's kind of like um, if I had to put a armor over my skin to protect it from dehydrations, invading of any kind of external principles, and then also keeping things from the internal to kind of seep out, which again is moisture. moisture. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we want to keep the barrier function kind of like, like interlocked. Most clients coming in, if you think of like an interlocking, they're all spaced out. So now they have holes in them, mm -hmm. right? The barrier, the um, retinol, if it's just, I'm going to say the word abused, right? If mm -hmm. it is abused, because I've seen that a lot, if it's abused, it will definitely thin out that armor for the skin. Okay. We don't want that. We want we to kind of be smart about it and use retinol sparingly when it's needed. I would say once or twice a week would be totally fine. And then pump breaks, like, you know, do it for six months, hold back for a few, and then reconvene back again. I appreciate there that. So much, yeah. Does that make sense? And I, I sure think does. that also too, I want to add, um, just because you are using a retinol, which is an acute exfoliation to an extent, mm -hmm. it is so important to still mechanically exfoliate the skin. So using more of a grit versus it only being chemical. What okay. the chemical does, it dries the skin out, but then you're left with like this, almost like a clear, plasticky, waxy effect to the skin. So you're applying these beautiful lotions and potions on like a clear raincoat so the skin is not absorbing anything and it's unable to breathe. You still have to do a manual mechanical type of exfoliate on top of the retinol. 
Do you do them side by side? No, you would do like retinol for two days, your, your third or fourth day, then do your exfoliation, wait a day or two, and then go back into your retinol. So okay, that's cycle helpful. It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense too. Um, yeah. And then in terms of SPF, I know, you know, obviously we want the sun and moderation, but, you know, also I can tell you in living here now where the sun is more intense, I mean, I put SPF on every time I go out you know, every morning. Um, you know, is there any recommendations that you have on like, is the zinc oxide type, uh, the best kind of SPF or, cause I find that it's a little drying. I'm so dry anyway, you know, um, mm-hmm. but are you putting on any kind of moisturizer? Oh yes. I mean, um, um, some say hydrolonic serum on the skin. I'm putting on whatever you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I honestly think that, again, it goes down to, because we're on an ocean community, I think being mindful of how it affects the ocean elements are super, super important. Being mm-hmm. reef friendly is um, completely dear to my heart. Yeah. So I would yeah. say finding an SPF that is reef friendly um and for design for sensitive skin because sensitive skin spf usually have more of a lighter um chemical component to it than your other ones mm-hmm. i don't want to say like a name and then mm-hmm. someone come for me <laughs> <I'm not having laughs> <it>. no one's <laughs> coming for you honey i i appreciate that yeah and i definitely notice the it's like, for me, I mean, I obviously like am very fair skinned and, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just amazing to me how I feel like I walk to my car and I've got like a new sunspot. (laughs) So anyway, that has to probably do with other things going on internally is what I suspect you're going to tell me. Absolutely. The first 20 years of our life are really the component of what, how much damage we have done to our skin. Oh dear. So I, um, I'm so thankful that I had a grandmother that was all about like linen shirts and wearing a hat. I think I was the only like eight year old with a giant sombrero on my face, like just, you know, um, and she was, I mean, she was amazing. So I, I definitely get that. And I understand that, but now this other season that we're going through, cause I'm, I'm almost 50 mm-hmm. and I feel as though now I'm focusing on how to strengthen up, um, again, the barrier of my skin, being more mindful of stresses and hormonal changes and really focusing on my immune system like all of those components are just this next new chapter and which is why it sings to my heart about let's just collectively figure out where the source is coming from okay so you have hormonal changes that are going on and you have these underlying hormonal acne issues that are never coming to the surface why am i having acne at 50 something years old. I hear that a lot. And a lot of it has to do with, I always kind of just said that inflammation is kind of like an attitude. So either you had too much salt, too much sweets, maybe too much carbohydrates, but we're not really like able to metabolize all those things. Maybe our sleep pattern was completely off. 
um, all those different variables. I said, when those things come to a, you know, come to where you can feel them, that's when you need to be like more alkaline wise. Mm. Instead of trying yeah. to attempt to force it to come out, it's having a little bit of an attitude of an of an inflammation, and then it will just be reabsorbed back into the skin. So teaching is super, super important on, okay, how do we maneuver through these different kinds of changes? Um, that I think that's super, super important. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. What do you see as... Uh in your experience or as a culture, like, are there any things that are really being done frequently that you feel like are actually damaging that barrier or damaging, you know, the, the maturity of skin? Cause you know, you and I are around the same age. Like I feel like mm -hmm. there, you know, is there anything on the other side that is damaging us that we're being told to do overall? hearing a lot of messaging around or is there anything that we then can do like if you had to break it down to like three things to do mm. I know that might be hard but tell us your thought process on that or what you have seen and observed I will say you had touched upon this earlier which I wanted to kind of give a mental note about the emotional connection that we disregard with our skin right it is the largest organ it's a huge living shield keeps everything in protects everything from the outside trying to come in and our main purpose is to bring it to a space where we can try to just live in, in nirvana within ourselves mm -hmm. and what i have observed not only um again as the the years and the seasons and the location has changed for me i have learn to identify when someone is expressing their concerns for their skin. It is the words that I'm listening to. So when I ask somebody, okay, well, let's talk about what our short-term and long-term goals are. Let's talk about what your concerns are. If I'm hearing the words, oh, I hate this. I don't like that, blah, blah. I'm now having to switch the conversation of, refueling this queen to see her highest self mm -hmm. so it no longer becomes a skin educational thing it now transfers into how do i re-educate and literally positively enforce the positive kind words of okay you know what we do have some acne issues let's just be patient let's just love on ourselves and pour and nourish back into this beautiful queen shell yeah. so I feel like the conversation of positive self-talk is the new medicine because I'm always hearing I'm I don't feel beautiful I don't feel whole um I don't feel worthy mm. and I think that's why the services that I do I don't do facials I'm a skin therapist that literally designs the core root of why your skin is behaving. And I have to try to figure out and reconnect consciousness with mind and body. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like the, I'm not hearing specifically about a, a treatment or a, a product because that's not my concern. My concern is how do I 
help pivot this beautiful queen or king that is on my table to show up at their highest self and to refuel and re-nourish worthiness, self-love and self-care and not have it be considered a treat. Wow. I got chills on that one. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, the enough cat uh, category that we, you know, fall into the self-worth category, you know, all of that is, it's, it's a huge part of it. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking about how, how we present on our face and our skin and our muscles has so much to do with what we are telling ourselves and how we are experiencing ourselves and the critics that maybe we're listening to. I mean, there's a direct correlation, right? Yeah. I, I think that social media is a love-hate situation, right? Oh, yeah. We try to figure out what is relatable and then hopefully we step away with having learned something that we connected with and hopefully not diving into that pool of like, well, what's wrong with me? And um, that's what I'm, that's the, the medicine that I'm, I'm trying to unravel that they're coming in with. And it's, I'm like, you know, sometimes you gotta, and I'll be the first one to say my social media platform is, is horrible. It really is because I am enjoying my work so much that it speaks for itself. And, um, I am constantly looking into spaces where I'm continuously trying to recreate treatments and experiences that not just make you feel good, make you look amazing, but has taught you more about who you are and then gravitate towards the need and desire of your short-term and long-term goals and reaching this, this space where, oh my God, I am beyond amazing, beyond uh -huh. amazing. That's what I want to sprinkle into. And I think that incorporating the breath work that we do in the sessions, as you know, like that breath work, I can't even explain to you on how many people don't know how to breathe properly. Mm. They have a very shallow breath. And it's because to hear one's breath now requires an allowance. Mm. And these words in which, as you know, I speak these words to my guests. I'm going to, I'm going to have you allow yourself to do the deep breathing in and opening your mouth to hear your exhale. And we're going to keep on being here in this rhythm until it just becomes organic. That's where the sympathetic nervous system starts to get triggered mm -hmm. because now I've introduced the difference between having to choose between fight or flight. I'm asking you to do is to be present. We don't have to use those other things. So I think that with guests that are looking for uh, an experience, this is what I offer. I offer right. a space where you're going to not only learn about yourself, but I'm going to give you a lot of food for thought mm -hmm. and accountability. And there's a procession on how I provide my sessions. And that is to really work from your core 
in your systems all the way out where the skin does look transformed is because the inner part of the body has also done the work. I'm, yeah, I'm captivated by every word you just said. I feel that. And I feel that from you. And when I have worked with you, one of the most profound experiences I have had, which is pretty unique. I feel like to you, although I think we can help our listeners kind of maybe find someone who's qualified as well is in your signature offering. And I want you to speak to the buccal massage. I can tell you that the benefits that I have received is I do not have the low level headache that I was dealing with for the past few years, really. And I know that my, in my case, the root cause of that was an accident where an airbag hit me in the jaw. I tried to address it. Don't feel like anybody ever really got to the root of it. I had one session with you and we both (laughs) were well aware that there was a release that happened in my jaw that was profound. And I, this, this particular treatment, I feel like is just such a next level experience. Tell everybody about it. Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. And I was, I think we had joked about, I wish I had like a GoPro. (laughs) I wish I had a GoPro just because I, you can see it shift. Yeah. You can see it slide back into position and it was like a, like a hard knock. And it was in my jaw, in in your jaw. Yeah. Yeah. So when, um, God, I'm in love with this, this topic. Yes. (laughs) Um, so the Neo lift, um, buccal interval massage, it came about, I was searching for another type of experience that was really, really super unique. Um, I like to incorporate, different types of theory and massage sequences that not only feel good, but most importantly, how they shift the microskeletal structure of the whole entire face and also the neck. And because that's where you see the most results mm-hmm. is relieving the muscles off of the bone structure, um, breaking down that fascia, which again, gives you that valley, those deep lines and wrinkles around the mouth, around the eyes. But also if you remember when I was pointing out the jawline, people tend to think like, oh, that's just, I don't know, crunchy stuff. And it's lactic acid buildup. So with a trauma, like what you had, or I guess that is constantly biting down on their teeth, that mandible creates pressure. Mm -hmm. When when the bones are creating pressure, the muscle around the bones are also creating pressure and it's releasing lactic acid. So it's almost like if I'm doing squats all day long Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I can't, I can't even like kneel down or sit down because I'm in so much pain. It's that lactic acid overflow is what's causing that exertion. So ideally I'm feeling all of these things and I just started researching like how to get rid of lactic acid buildup. Um, 
So releasing the fascia and then obviously the lymphatic drainage was a, an immense thing. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of down the wormhole, I came across the Pro AJ Academy based out of London, England. And I was just in awe because they captivated all the things in which I truly believe. And that is working in systems. So um, the aesthetic world is interesting because side note you have the ability to create more than something seeing beautiful Mm -hmm. the idea is to go deeper into the work where it's a shift of correcting everything but again so gentle enough that it just pivots on its own and then you feel that amazing release I don't think that most people even understand what that even feels like or consistently mm-hmm. um, the texture of that um, until like you experience that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, the the Neo Lift is definitely not like your typical beauty treatment of the facial massage. It's a, a synapsis of a body work. It's definitely deep rooted in um, a mindful approach to wellness and aging gracefully, uh, which fosters again, self-care, mindfulness and self-awareness of an expression of self-love. And I think that they're to be intimately this close to a person, I'm like 12 inches away from your face. Sure. And I'm asking my guests to lay on a bed with their eyes closed, halfway naked, and hope for the best. Right. There's an there's an exchange of energy there, and again, an allowance. So, I want to be able to come from a place where all I'm doing is exuding positivity and good energy to make my guests feel safe. So that's a huge component of this type of massage sequence. This is not a facial treatment where you're getting your facial cleanse. You can add that into it. But the Neo Lift Buccal Interoral Massage is literally just massaging of the decollete, the neck, the face, the ears, and the scalp. And it incorporates breath work. And again, addressing that sympathetic nervous system. This is where we, uh, together, we establish this synchronicity of breathing together to allow the body to completely be relaxed to feel very safe, to be very open, to receive and release. That is super, super important. Then after that, I go into lymphatic drainage and that starts to open everything up. And the first thing I always tell my guests is gonna feel a lot of swallowing, Mm -hmm. which is the swallowing is an indicator that everything is draining. This is what we want to feel. So now that the body is nice and heavy in the bed, the systems are starting to fire up. The lymphatic drainage is starting to move. Its circulatory system is also being added. Then you go into that neolift massage. This massage is, I will say, by far, in all the years of doing this, has been the number one catalyst of literally effectively changing not only the person, but also the integrity of the skin, the skeletal structure of how the muscles lay on the bones. You're having a lifted, toned, lightened, brightened effect in 90 minutes. Wow. 
you're hitting every single muscle into the attachment to the muscle into the attachment. So for anatomy, other estes out there, this is the jam. And everything is done with my hands. That's it, a light little oil and my hands massage. And there are different type of potentments on there, massage movements. I'm working on the platysma bands to strengthen and elongate the neck. Um, I'm moving that occipital higher off of that neck so that you're having that beautifully elongated feel and dropping down the shoulders where they should be. And um, it goes from sequence to sequence all the way to the top of the skull. And there are awesome movements that really are so different for the guests yeah. to experience to feel like you're rolling the muscles you're pulling on that lip you're gliding the muscles up and then you're also working on the lymphatic all at the same time it's like a beautiful dance and um and again it incorporates lymphatic circulatory system rebuilds and redefines your immune system it helps the nervous system which is an essential component to healthy and a youthful look for the skin and um, you literally can feel circulation and the muscles lifting as I'm moving sequence-wise up the face. And once I get to the scalp massage, it is unparalleled the best scalp massage ever because it incorporates um, a Chinese and Hawaiian-based flow that actually helps to relieve um, eye intensity when it comes to eye, eye mm -hmm. aches, headaches, hypertension. It calms your crown chakra and your third eye chakra, which I think is super important. So when you incorporate everything from the, the, the most deepest inner part of the body and you're moving throughout the body um, to the exterior part of that property, it doesn't now become just a facial experience. It's a full body experience. Mm -hmm. Then I end it with the uh, buccal into oral massage where I wear gloves and I'm feeling around. There's a lot of vibrational movements, a lot of circular light pressure, intense pressure. I'm constantly asking How's the sensation? And I'm making sure that you're feeling safe. And then all of a sudden you just forget that I'm even in your mouth. Yeah. And it's wild, but you you forget because you're like, oh my God, how is this so amazing? <laughs> it is. It is. It is amazing. It's it's and it and to your point, of course, with you, I feel so comfortable with you. You hold such a yep. safe, safe space and container for this experience. Um that I felt, you know, at ease as we, you know, went through this process, because it is intimate. I mean, you have somebody in your mouth, you know, mm -hmm. maneuvering um, their hands in your mouth. I mean, aside from a dentist, I mean, you're not really doing that anywhere else. So mm -hmm. is there a place that has like a directory of people that are, you know, um, trained and uh, do you have, so if they don't have access to you, which I feel sad when people don't, I really do. You're such a gift. Um, no, seriously. And there's, you know, is there any director directory or anything like that you could point people to? Um, I definitely would Google, um, certified Neo lift Google, um, intraoral massage specialist. 
um, and it's a huge name, but you want to you want to get someone that is literally certified in doing this. Um, the teachers that I have were intensely intelligent. Um, required you to be a hundred percent, and um, and mandated that. So you're you're coming in knowing that. Um, every single provider that has gone through this level of education is already coming in with anatomy, physiology, and chemistry, as well as a holistic approach to this whole entire um, tutorial or massage sequence. So again, there's a lot of moving parts and why this particular treatment is a need because most of us are in front of a computer screen having minimal touch, having minimal rebalancing, re-education, an allowance to have an emotional release. That's why this is um, considered not your typical beauty type of treatment. This is beyond that. Um, like you said, you've had an emotional attachment to the intensity of the pain of reliving that occurrence to have caused you this and to have a release of that not only physically you have felt that but emotionally have now a less of attachment to that experience that's the movement mm -hmm. that's what this is the whole entire thing's about it's not the abc one two three kind of facials that's none of that's all about this this is definitely something that is um uniquely designed for for you the individual and i think it's um it's definitely relevant and it's just another option for people and deeply heal healing on many mm -hmm. levels correct i mean your approach is very obviously one of a kind and i I could listen to you talk so forever because you're so top tier knowledgeable about so many interesting and important things. As we're wrapping up, is there anything else that you want to share or put out there for people today? Um, I think I'd like to end with um, a positive note. I think that the idea of smart aging or pro-aging has to be a start of a conversation and stepping away from this this terminology of anti-aging, mm. which I think is anti-Semitic because it denounces the allowance of having experience, of having history, of stepping so profoundly in the present for the future. And um, there's an honor of celebration of having the day. I think that when you start to look at the morphing of ourselves on saying, you know what, I'm not 24 anymore, I'm not even 34 anymore, I'm not even 44 anymore. But what I am right now, I am so sound in this queen that I see every single morning. I'm so honored that my consciousness and my spirit gets to house in this physical body. And it is my duty to be so smart on how to make sure that she is absolute number one. So I think that the conversation, how we view ourselves, what do we want to change? And do we want to actually sign up for the hard work that's going to take? Because your, your 
concerns did not happen yesterday. Mm. They have been cumulative. So great, great. Understand that to unravel and to re-educate the cumulative is also going to be a cumulative. Yeah. There's not a one lotion. There's not one potion. There's not one treatment. You don't have a, you don't have a skin treatment once and be like, oh, I, sh I should be 25 now. Mm -hmm. It's nothing with that. There should be a wanting and desire of having a morning ritual to wake oneself up, to acknowledge, thank you for today. And there should also be a closing ritual because we have poured into so many vessels on the whole entire day that we should just be so excited to re-pour into our own vessel in order for us to be able to establish giving to the rest of the world the next day without feeling deplenished. Mm. That right there, I think is the smart aging is how do I, how do I offer up without feeling depleted? It's beautiful. Thank you, Ben. It's so beautiful. I appreciate you and your energy and the gift that you are and all that you are showing up for with, you know, people aren't hearing this out there. This is really special. People are not getting this. And so I'm, I'm so grateful you talked to everyone today and everyone I'm sure took away some things to consider in terms of how they view their skin, they're, they're maturing in life, all of that. And I just am so grateful for you. You're such a gift in my life. And if people are in the Wilmington area, how do you like people to get in touch with you? Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been so amazing. And we have been talking about this mm -hmm. for a minute. So I'm so happy to come on and allow me to just share um, my passion, my craft, this is not, and has not, not been my job. This has been my, my craft. And it's, it's, I'm still as hungry as I was back in 2006 when I graduated. Yeah. I'm, I have more fever um, and ferociousness to be better, to create more, to create um, such memorable experiences for my guests that I, I don't title them as, as facials. That's not what I do. Yeah. Um, so I'm so honored for to share this platform with you. So thank you. And thank you for everybody listening today. I so hope that I was able to sprinkle on a different perspective. And um, my way is just another way. That's mm -hmm. all. All this is. This is another option for you. So I can be found at Gracious Glow in North Carolina. And our address is 4039 Masonboro Loop Road, Unit 1G, and that's in Wilmington, North Carolina. And our Gracious Glow experience number is 910-228-5268. And I am Penelope Naughton. Penelope, I wanted to also say, I know you're not big into the social media, totally get that, honor that. Um, but you do have a, you do have an Instagram account and I think that might be good for people. Cause I believe, do you have a video of the buccal massage on there or did I dream that? Yeah, no, I do. Okay. I do thank you for that. So my handle is master underscore S T E S T H I underscore Penelope P E N E L O P E. 
So you'll definitely see um, some great before and afters. I don't filter my works. So I don't have to. And um, yeah, I'm just getting better. I think I'll be have like a social media person. So I just got to like download all my things and just like give it to her. And she makes it happen, which is so much happiness for me. <laughs> um, I want to be like my hands on people yeah. and do like this right here all day long. Yeah. All day long. Us but creatives. Us creatives are like, can't be in the weeds with all that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is amazing. I want to be in the present, but um, I think you're right though. I think that this level of language isn't being spoken. And I don't know if it's because people don't know this is an option for that. Mm. Um, I think that we're so mainstream thought that there's an A, B, and C, and then that's it. But honestly, having um yoga as an amazing passion of mine as well and having stillness and stilling my mind and um stepping into a space of always starting my day with gratitude and grace and and ending my day gratitude and grace and then also celebrating my freaking wins man yeah like we don't do that enough like celebrate the small wins like if i had lunch today high yeah. five Pat. look at you <laughs> getting it in so good <laughs> it's a win it's a win so um I wish we would have more more conversations as a culture about showing up in in love and compassion for ourselves so that we're able to exude love and passion for everybody else without having to try that's it that's it right there well thank you for your time your energy all that you do and your presence i'm so grateful for you i love you and i will see you soon yes my love i cannot wait to have you on my table and again much gratitude <laughs>